Hello, everyone, and welcome to the JoyClicks Gamescast. This is episode three. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined once again by Kevin Diaz. Can I be the conductor if you're the moderator? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know I, how are like, those connected? Like we're on a... It's not. It's, <laughs> it's like... A, I don't know why I was thinking of Thomas the Train. Okay. <laughs> sure. You can be the conductor. Uh, the conductor, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin the conductor. <laughs> conductor Kevin. <laughs> With, a K. With uh, a K. How are you, good sir? How are you? I'm doing good. It's It's late in the evening. Late in the afternoon, mm-hmm. I guess, for me. Uh, Indeed. We have Indeed. a Kingdom Hearts thing to talk about today. We do. So that's exciting. We do. Indeed. Indeed. But uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, it's four o'clock in the afternoon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the... Wait, what was I saying? I lost your I train of thought. I'll remind I you. Thought. Oh, the, you lost mm. your train? The conductor lost his train of thought? <laughs> Uh, why don't we just roll into patch notes real quick? Oh, I thought you were gonna lead into remind. Oh no no no! Oh, let me remind you. No, okay, no, 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 no. patch notes. You're right. You're um. Right. So first off, uh, patch notes, our segment to correct things from the previous episode or add on to. Uh, last week, there was no patch notes music. I forgot to add that. So the patch note, <sighs> the main patch note for last week's episode, no music. There should be music now. Love it. There was another delay that happened. Uh, I figured I would sweep it in here because it's, it's not something that either of us feel like we can have a great discussion on, but Dying Light 2 originally was supposed to come out uh, spring 2020, correct? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I'm pretty sure it was spring. Here, let me go double check while you talk about it more, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was spring 2020. Yeah, so Techlands Dying Light 2 got delayed to some point in 2020 i believe it was spring 2020 it looked to be very ambitious it had very uh, good impressions after last year's e3 demo that press was able to check out i never played the original but now that joins marvel's avengers uh cyberpunk Final fantasy 7 and iron man vr as a brand new delay Yep, yep. So they were, they say they were initially aiming for spring 2020 release for Dying Light 2, mm-hmm. but of course that we need more development time to, to fulfill our vision. So. Okay. And, and like you said before, like the biggest thing is kind of like now they never gave like, oh, now it's delayed to X date or delayed to X, you know, season. Now it's just uh, kind of in limbo, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have any major comments on that or like did you play the original dying light i don't think you did because i didn't we never talked about it but yeah no i didn't and just like you said i know it's like a highly regarded game like a lot of people enjoy the first dying light mm-hmm. and really really thought it was really good yeah. um but considering how much people love the original dying light and the, you know the just like the the overall like following that game has how to assume that techland knows what they're doing in terms of dying light yeah so that's why, like, on paper it looks kind of, you know, suspect and a little bit kind of worrisome to have a game have a – not even have a release date but have, like, a release window to then being delayed to not having a expected time of arrival. But I feel like with how much people love the first Dying Light, I feel like overall it will pay off. Yeah, it's probably you know? just going to help, you know. Most delays, I think, yeah. only make a better game personally. Yeah, so. yeah. And then maybe – 
I feel like with them being kind of like ominous about the date, maybe it might be a next gen game. Maybe they, you know, yeah, it could very easily could. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, yeah. that does it for patch notes this week. So let's talk about some games. Mm. This is a game mm. podcast. Indeed. We should talk about. I can go first if you want. Because yeah, I would like you to go first. Actually, you're first. Because I feel like, yeah, I I feel like you definitely got. You're gonna have a floor. You know, you're gonna have some time. But with me, uh, just you know, to again update us from episode two last week, uh, just been playing a lot more of uh, Darwin Project. Definitely enjoying it a lot. A lot more fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot more people are kind of like getting more eyes on it. I got some comments when I gave it some shine. On PlayStation Source and on Twitter, that like you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, cool!" Like you know, it's nice to hear other people talking about this game. And grand, like it's not new, but it's new for PlayStation. Yeah, you know. So um, and it it, it is nice. interesting. It's yeah. unique enough that I haven't had the chance to check it out yet. But from your pitch of it and from other people I've seen tweet about it and talk about it, it sounds cool enough to check out. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's definitely worth a shot. I know, like you know. It's it's definitely not some like God of War 2018 perfection, but like I think it's a pretty fun game. Um, I still have not tried the director role. I think I said I was going to oh, okay. last week. I did not try that yet. I need to carve some time to try that out. Can you like but, um, queue up to try that role, or is it random? Y- no, no, you queue up to try that role. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, so you you queue up, and that's like a whole and it's like a whole separate ranking system as well. Like you, um, you like. You kind of have two paths that you can level up. Mm-hmm. Well, a few, but, like, you can level up one of your classes when you're playing actually in the game. Or you can play as a director and level up that as well and get new abilities, just like you would if you were ranking up a player. I feel so, like that probably would have helped the uh, Friday the 13th game. Because, like, do you remember when that came out, people were like, oh, yeah. I never got to play Jason. But that's an interesting approach for the asymmetrical thing, you know? Yeah, 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 and because um, I thought the director class just got, like, these three abilities, whatever, like, the ability to, you know, close off a zone or cause a nuke, whatever, and, like, that's it, but they have a lot more, actually. Like, as as I keep playing and I uh, am getting into matches where the player has his director level, like, really high, mm-hmm. they have some uh, really, really cool abilities, you know, that that I'm, I'm seeing more as more people rank up the class, so cool. it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. Good game. It's cool. I also see though you've been playing uh, Uncharted Drake's Fortune. I did. I have. I did. I I uh, dip dip my toes in. I got like an hour in to uh, the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. Of course, starting with Drake's Fortune. Um, and I haven't touched the original Unchar- the original three Uncharted games since PS3. Really? Right? Yeah. And I'm kind of saving it. You know, for from when I would inevitably get the nathan drake collection lucky me we got for ps plus so oh so you had didn't even have the collection until this month i could have sworn i bought it on 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 like a holiday sale in like 2016 Mm -hmm. or like 2017 but when i was looking on my games i guess i didn't but i could have sworn because i remember visibly like being at work and downloading it on the um playstation app oh yeah and buying it there yeah because because it was like five bucks like like you know really really cheap yeah I've but seen it get cheap i guess before. i yeah yeah i i could have sworn on the stack of bibles that i had it but i guess i didn't but luckily you know if you're interested out there ps plus free games for january 2020 worth know? it um very good I mean, oh you yeah. don't have much time left to get those but yeah 
yeah, you got like a week left, but definitely worth it. Um, How's it so, hold up, do you think? Because I replayed Drake's Fortune, I want to say, in the fall of my freshman year of college, so that would have been 2016. Okay. And okay. I think the Drake collection made it easier to go back to because they sort of like streamlined some of the controls to be the same throughout all three games, mm-hmm. which was nice because like... From my memory, Uncharted 1 on the PS3 didn't control the best with, like, its shooting and the grenades using the 6-axis and stuff like that. Yeah, that's about to say, I I haven't gotten to a point... It, I haven't gotten to a point in Drake's Fortune where I've got to use the nades yet. Oh, okay. So I was waiting to see if, like, it was still the motion controls mm-hmm. from the 6-axis or, or if they updated it. But um, I know... Okay, so answer me this. So... When you went back to play Jake's Fortune, did you play it? Did you play the Nathan Drake collection or did you play the PS3 version? The first remember? time I played it, or when I went back. When you when you went back, was it with the Nathan Drake collection? The re- yeah, when the I went back in 2016, it was with the collection. Okay, so I I think I'm seeing where they added some new stuff, um, and them being Blue Point. Um, uh, I got a little toggle, not like toggle, but like a little window popped up when I when I got a headshot. And there's not like a headshot counter between you and your friends on PSN. Oh yeah, they add I'm like a leaderboard sh- system. Oh okay, that's what it's because I'm like I don't think that was in the PS3 version. I'm pretty sure it wasn't wasn't in the original. But overall, I mean, obviously, you know, you can you can put as much makeup as you can on a pig. <laughs> it's still gonna kind of look like a pig, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like in terms of like the game still looks very much like ps3 and like you can tell but it looks a little bit more like it looks now like um like a like a 2012 2013 ps3 game as yeah it looks to like, like uncharted 3. 2007 yeah 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 it and looks i mean yeah that, like that's up. the benefit of that collection you know they were able to share the character models throughout the three mm-hmm. games so like drake in uncharted one doesn't look like a ken doll like made of plastic you know yeah, that's what I was hoping. Like, I'm like, ooh, like, does he still look plastic in, yeah. in the remaster? But he definitely didn't. It's a really good remaster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So far, definitely enjoying it. I think the biggest improvements I'm seeing is, like, lighting um, mm. was definitely improved. Uh, obviously, textures and the vegetation as well in the jungle. Yeah. There are points of, like, when the, when, when the game loads, like, a part of the jungle area and it's a little bit further than what you would expect to be looking at those look very flat and very like ps3 you sure, know yeah um but when it's like up close and when it's on the golden path of where you're supposed to be going in terms of the game uh it looks good overall like i mean like i think it looks really great and uh i did feel some type of chills you know hearing that uncharted one classic uncharted theme mm, yeah good stuff did you stuff. find yourself surprised at how much you remembered from the beginning of this yeah, yeah, like, um, very, very early to, you know, if you're gonna play it, light spoilers, uh, you go into a, you go into a German U-boat. Yeah. Uh, that's, like, crashed over, and, like, I remember, yeah, like, I'm gonna see, you know, two, you know, bodies there and stuff like that, like, I'm, the I'm jump scare. remembering a, yeah, but I totally forgot the whole Soli situation yeah. right after that. Yeah. I completely forgot that. Yeah, I was I'm, like, wait, really? This happens? I'm really surprised revisiting some of my old favorites of like, oh, I remember this, I remember this, and then like something comes out of left field. It's like, was this always there? Yeah, that I 
Because the only time I remember a situation like that happening to Sully is, of course, Uncharted 3. Yes. Um, you know, with the that little out. thing at the end. But, yeah, yeah, the old fake out. But I completely forgot it happens in Uncharted 1 mm-hmm. as well. I was like, huh. Wow. I, yeah. But I, I guess I'm remembering things that I didn't expect to remember and forgetting things that I feel like I would have remembered if he told me it happened and I tried the one. Yeah. You know, but um, overall, it's great to come back to. It's definitely great to visit. So, you, having a good time. You don't have many platinums. Do you think you're going to try to platinum this thing? You did drop me that challenge in the Discord. I want to talk about it on the show. Am I going to do it? I got to think which one. I feel like, hmm. So, it's either two or four. It's okay. either two or okay. four. Because when I got the Nathan Drake collection, it was like, I had these platinums on PS3. I ended mm-hmm. up making a new PSN account when I got my PS4, so I was like, "Let me get the the trilogy platinum on PS4." So, okay, I was pretty much going through like, with the exception of Uncharted two and three, I was do I started to do one a year, and then three I had to push off because I my PS3 broke one year or PS4 broke, and then I had to hold it off. But um, yeah, Uncharted one is like a pretty straightforward platinum. I feel. Like that one's that one's pretty straightforward. Okay. Yeah, like one, two, and three, I think are all pretty solid. There's a few stages that's like, you can do this after you beat the game, but it's like drop into this chapter and beat it within six minutes or something like that. Wow. Um, which is harder than it sounds, or it's easier than it sounds. Easier than it sounds. Yeah, I bet. Um, if you like know what you're doing, like yeah, it's probably easier. yeah. And like once you unlock all the guns in the the bonus menu, you can get like all the headshots with all the different guns. Pretty straightforward. Um, gotcha. The the biggest nice, thing nice. I think is just making sure you find all the treasures and what difficulty you play on. <laughs> For the platinum, like, does it matter like which, like where you find the treasures? Um, uh, you have to get all the treasures. Or? Does it matter which which uh, difficulty though? Oh, the difficulty I th- believe so. I think if you play it on crushing default, you'll just get all the difficulty trophies. Hmm, and okay, um okay. crushing isn't terrible again it's something I, I, that sa- is yeah. easier than it sounds but yeah i know i know a lot of people say which which crushing i think people say crushing on charter 3 is like the worst yeah that was a little them, annoying I think. I think it was crushing on charter 3 like a lot of people say it yeah. was worse but this you know begins my complete playthrough of the entire series again mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll play through Lost, Lost Legacy again. I, I, I probably will because I remember liking that a lot. That's the one um, I still have to play for Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. That one I feel like – that one's definitely in my ranking. Well, yeah, that one's definitely above Uncharted 1. Uncharted 1 for me is like the bottom. Yeah, That same. one is like the the like weakest Uncharted, but it's still great. Yeah. You know? So overall, having fun with that. But uh, It's funny. I know – in the same way that I was, you know, bent on nostalgia, I think you were too this week. Yeah, mm. I have been. Uh, you mm. took the segue right out of my mouth. Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> Assassin's oh, wait, Creed 2. Really? Oh, my God. I forgot how much you've I been, loved this series. You, you, you've been playing some Assassin's Creed 2, huh? I've been okay. playing some Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, my I God. I did not expect... I, I don't think we talked about this before the show. We did not. Mm. Okay. Um, okay, there we go. I love it. All right. My last week home for break, I was browsing the PlayStation Store. I was like, let's see what's in this holiday sale that I may have skimmed over. I see the Ezio collection. 12 mm. bucks. Mm. Two 10 out of 10s and one, like, low 8 out of 10 in this collection, right? Okay, okay. I, th- I like, owed it to myself 
to at least Platinum 2 and Brotherhood and revisit these games for how much I loved them. I forgot how much I loved them. Really? Oh my god. Man, just like seeing Ezio as an assassin again and like seeing how his story starts, seeing the world, the environments, the story, the revenge plot of 2. It, it's f- similar to what you were talking about with the original Uncharted of like there's so many moments that I remember and I can like call back to and thinking were like some of the best moments in the game and then there's so many things that I don't remember that are kind of surprising me about like just how much is in here like yeah and it's funny too because I haven't played any of these games since the PS3 but I've played Assassin's Creed games since this trilogy since the traditional format because I loved Odyssey gotcha and that was the last Assassin's game I played so going from Odyssey back to the second in the series is kind of crazy yeah that's what that's about to say because like definitely ac you know post you know like starting with origins obviously well i guess only two games we have mm-hmm. origins of the odyssey being like um you know like genre changing in a way you know like going away from like i feel like a more like open world yeah but uh definitely more reliant on stealth to being more of like rpg focus in a way yeah in the newer ones uh do you find yourself like wishing ac stayed with the original kind of genre of being like a more stealthy or do you Kinda. yeah like which way are you leaning more towards like you well know? like you know i love cassandra you know i loved odyssey absolutely absolutely but like there's just a certain like charm and swagger that Ezio has that bleeds out through him into the rest of the game like yeah so far i've been to florence and um i think tuscany and mm-hmm. Uh, the auditory estate that his uncle's from. And, like, yeah, there's some... It's a little grody, you know? Like, it's definitely a last-gen, early open-world game for the size of it. Right. I definitely remembered platinuming it originally of, like, struggling way more of, like, oh, where are these things? This map is so big. But going back, I'm, like, breezing through this map. Mm. so i I think there's a benefit there i think there's a benefit to like having the story be like the memory sequence based instead of just like the sandbox i guess of origins and odyssey but i think this is a place for both but like it's it feels like comfort food going back to this game now what if you okay so we both know ubisoft is a lot of different studios globally right what if what if they you know have one of their studios do like a more stealth you know based like old school type of Assassin's Creed yeah in like the modern day not like modern day like when it takes place like in like, 2020 yeah, yeah yeah like in 2020 or like 2021 like I would man or, I'd really love that <laughs> you know yeah like it, it's funny too because like I really enjoyed a couple Prince of Persia games. I think it's a cool mm-hmm. thing that should be done more, that series. But, like, I absolutely have way more love for the Ezio games than the Prince of mm-hmm. Persia games. Right. But, like, seeing, again, something I didn't remember being in this game. Crypts, like, dungeon crypts, Assassin's Creed dungeons, where you're going through, like, these old caverns and there's, like, dead bodies everywhere, obstacle courses... 
I was like, oh, this is Prince of Persia. Just in, like, the catacombs of Italy. Right. So I think there's, like, if they want to keep Assassin's Creed the way it is, I think you could explore the stealth-based linear action thing with the IP of Prince of Persia. Yeah. But I think, especially revisiting Ezio in this cast, like, I don't think we've seen the last of Ezio or the Auditore family. I think we could probably revisit them at some point. Cause wait, I, I don't want to, you know, be a be a bearer of spoilers. But didn't didn't something like didn't someone die? Well, right. I think that's another thing. I forgot how much I was into like the modern day stuff. Uh huh. I thought the modern day stuff was sick, and the way they presented at the beginning of this game is sick. Like it's very really? cool. Um, oh man. I- so I'm curious to see how far I go in this replay of these old games. Like, do I touch Assassin's Creed 3 again? I own it because I got the gold edition of Odyssey. But 3 is kind of where I burned out, so. I think I have it. Wait, I think I have AC3 too, that way. Yeah. I think. Assassin's Creed I don't have. Yeah, I don't have one of the old ACs on PS4 via something. I think it's. Yeah. I don't know which one, but. It's probably 3. Assassin's Creed is, 3 dude. taught me disappointment. <laughs> is it really that bad? Well, when you when you when you first played it, it was, it was so. Pretty... I'm from Massachusetts, so seeing Boston be created in the Revolutionary War was sick. Like that was the coolest thing. Right. In the, in the lead up to it, I was like, "This is gonna be so cool." I love Dezio, but like, this is a new era. And then I got through that game. One disappointed with what they did with the area. They could have done way more with it. And two, um, man, that's just like a wet towel over all the hype they had for the entire trilogy with Ezio and Desmond and all that stuff. <laughs> a wet towel. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, mm. but yeah, I was I always liked the concept of AC three, but you know, taking place during the uh, revolution, I think that's a re- really 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 cool time period to. Yeah, and they do some place. cool stuff in there with like the the Templars and like the ship combat is started in three, so like. I might try it out, but I'm not going to commit to platinuming it like I am with two gotcha. brothers. So. Gotcha. I see, I see, I see. Um, quick little addendum. I also finished RE2. Very good game. Highly recommended. Very good. Am I, am I going to play that? I think you should. Should I play that? You think I should? I've seen it for 20 bucks in every sale okay. it's been on sale in since Black Friday. So good, okay. very very good video game. Okay, maybe maybe after Uncharted. Okay, we'll see. Cause I'm I I'm ballparking Uncharted replay should take me about like three weeks to like a month. Okay, you know maybe. Um, but perhaps my total time. So with RE2, you can either be Leon or Claire for the main campaign and then after you beat them you get a shorter version of the others campaign to play after uh-huh so i finished leon's campaign and i was going to do the second run which is what it's called for claire within the next like two weeks or so but leon's campaign took like eight hours for me um yeah so that's like two nights essentially like that's like pretty much yeah or yeah or like one day off if you want to just yeah plow through it yeah so yeah um i highly recommend it it's a very good video video game if you want to get into resident evil and the original remake 
which is like the still a top-down fixed camera angles like scares you i think two is an awesome hopping on point uh lore wise too it's pretty standalone compared to what happens in one uh, you just need to know that this is a zombie breakout so interesting very good okay. game okay. Oh, it would have made my I list see. if i played it last year really it would have been top five it, do you think it would have been goatee or no i think it might have been my number two damn that high huh yeah so i think it would have bumped death stranding down to third Oh, you liked it more than Dead Stranding. I think so, just because, like, it's, like, comfy horror, you know? I love Death Stranding. We were talking about the vibes of Death Stranding and stuff, but, like, if you get, like, a nice, like, haunted house vibe, like a spooky, cozy spooky thing, I'm into it, so. Yeah, I see, I see. Recommend it. I see. Very interesting. But speaking of horror, Mm. and Death Stranding, Mmm. Hideo Kojima was in an interview recently. <laughs> with, I was like, what is he going to say next? I don't know. With a co-worker of his, uh, longtime collaborator, Yoji Shinkawa. He is the man who has done all the character art that you may have seen. It's that very distinct style. It's the poster for Metal Gear Solid 2. All the character designs for Death Stranding. Kojima and uh, Yoji Shinkawa, they have a long history together. Right. Uh, it's basically, it was the two of them and then a producer, I'm forgetting his name right now, but his producer left after Death Stranding shipped. Um, but these two are still locked in working together. They're talking about future plans, right? Gotcha. Uh, we're not going to dive too deep into what they said, because this could almost be, like, non-news at the moment. Like, they said they'd be interested in doing a manga or, like, uh, f- some sort of film. Yeah. But we've also heard rumors and rumblings through the the past few months, I would say, since Death Stranding launched, that Kojima is looking to make the scariest game next. So, in this interview, he basically just reiterates just like thematically what he's interested in and he, that the next game is going to be a big game. Hmm. So... Hmm. Again, kind of non-news, but I wanted to ask you, as someone who really enjoyed Death Stranding, first Kojima game, Yeah. what do you want to see him do next? I was going to ask you that, too. Okay, let me... Okay, so, I think, honestly, I mean, what, what, like, my biggest takeaway with Death Stranding, and, like, what I still even think about Death Stranding sometimes, um, is that world, man. I don't know, like, the, the terms, the characters, like, like, I think I liked just the overall just premise and the world that he created in that game a little bit more than like the gameplay you know which like the gameplay does obviously you know service the world and like what you're doing as a uh oh my god what's it called a porter as a porter yeah as a you know delivery porter and stuff like that but i don't know because i feel like because i think and Maybe, like, I'm wrong on this, right? But I feel like the, at least off of Dead Stranding, if you would have told me that, all right, would you, like, if there was a feature where th- those ideas and that premise became a movie and it was just, like, a two-hour, three-hour movie, like, if I would enjoy it as much, you know? Because, like, having to be in it, you know, 
in like a game format, I think is obviously a lot more different than watching a movie. You know? Yeah. So I think I just I think I just want I don't know if I want a sequel to Death Stranding per se, but I do want to explore that world again. Okay. You know. But I so I guess, you know, besides a movie, I could see like a series being good. Like so, a, you know. Are you asking for like a Death Stranding expanded universe? Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, that I could am. be cool. Yeah. That could be or very maybe, cool. Yeah, like yeah, or maybe, you know, grab maybe grab um I don't know, like tell me a little bit more about Mama, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? I don't know. I think I but definitely I want to go back to the Death Stranding world, you know, but I just feel like I know he said he wants to make a movie, but I just don't know if like the way he doubles down on like world building, if you can build that big of a world in like three hours, you know, I mean, hey, I mean, maybe he does, but I feel like a series would be a lot better if if he wants to do something, you know, cinematic or like something uh, that isn't a game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I'm on the same page so. with you. I think I'm not as beholden to wanting to see him explore the world of Death Stranding more right now. Um, mm-hmm. If they want to do a sequel at some point about like maybe a rebuilt America that's dealing with the remnants of it all that could be cool i think that could also work as a series like you said of like the the following die hardman you know and like yeah, how he's yeah. working on the country that could be very interesting um but it's funny that you said you wanted him to like dive more into that because i'm kind of on the opposite where i feel like i want to see him go that far with building a world through like a, a different um genre like or style or premise okay, yeah okay so and i do so think so. a I'm... horror game would be awesome especially seeing what he did with pt oh yeah yeah being like fully yeah. unleashed now to do an actual full game would be very sweet yeah yeah I, I, and again like maybe i am biased because like like you said you know you've you've you, you've played multiple games from hideo kojima mm-hmm. i've only played dead stranding you know so i think maybe like if i play a little bit more and like try to you know play a little something else from him maybe like i would get a feel for like yeah like he like tends to you know have these really really fleshed out interesting unique worlds oh he does um, <laughs> yeah yeah so i feel like maybe you know i would just want I, all i know is that after you know before that stranding i was not gonna play it mm-hmm after i will play whatever he puts out yeah man you know because i I really think you should if you ever have the time check out one of the first three metal gear games i think those are all solid entry points into his history i was thinking peace walker on vita Uh, peace walker is a direct sequel to three okay and three is like the first in the timeline for metal gear solid games really yeah so if you start three and then roll straight into peace walker i think you'd probably have a really good time and then Wait, it works about, out that um, five is a sequel to Peace Walker. Five, six, so what happens with Metal Gear Solid one, two, and four? Uh, one, two, and four are about Solid Snake, and those happen in like more modern times, like late nineties to mid two thousands. Three, Peace Walker, and five are like the 60s to 80s. 
Mm, okay. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. We'll Worth see. checking out. We'll see. So. Yeah. Uh, Peace Walker, though, I know gets a lot of love because of the story, the way they tell the story, the fact that it's probably the best PSP game, but also because it has multiplayer. But uh, mm. this week, Arkham mm. Watch is coming back again. Dun, 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 they, they just refuse to announce that Batman game. So for this week's Arkham Watch, Horizon 2 is adding multiplayer, potentially? Yes. Yes. Thoughts? This, this got uh this got me and you a little bit a little bit shook. Yeah, because we, we did a episode of Cross Circle about what we wanted from Horizon Two, maybe like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I think it was like last summer, right? I think it could have been so, something like that. I but forgot. we we dove deep on Horizon. I I when we had that conversation, I remember talking about multiplayer. Yeah, 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 and. I remember you, you, I, I, like I think that episode. I think I like first when I said multiplayer or when you said multiplayer. I was thinking like PvP, mm-hmm. but then you're like, no, nah, like what if it was like a monster hunter, you know, type like PVE where like we have to like gather resources, or whatever together, and then like we go and like do uh, like a big hunt, you know? Yeah. I I think that could be really cool, man. I would love that dearly. I think that could be really really cool. I would eat that up. Did, do you think they're gonna do it though? Like, you how 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 like likely are we that we think like are we about to do a bet? Because I will I will write down these bets if we're gonna do a bet. I would be willing to bet they are. Because I think Gorilla is probably not making another kill zone. I yeah same. I don't if they come out when they're a kill zone, I'll be shocked. Yeah, I'll be. So I'll be like, surprised. wow, for real. I'll be like, really? Okay. But I do think that. There's obviously evidence of them hiring for multiplayer, so like, yeah, I could see it, you know. And if they go the Monster Hunter route, that would be awesome. Um, I don't know how likely it would be, but like, that's the dream for me because playing Monster Hunter World after playing Horizon, I was like, give me more of this, you know. Right. So. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, th- I mean, there's really nothing to go on at the moment, but it's just a fun thing to speculate about it, you know it just sounds too perfect yeah to actually happen you know like yeah. but here's but, predator instead yeah <laughs> which <laughs> i'm looking predator. forward to personally I, I like predator i think that could be a cool game but right 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 yeah i mean i don't know i mean because yeah i mean you're right like you said before they have been hiring for multiplayer for a long time and there's a rumored like a second project that they're working on that isn't Horizon Zero Dawn Two, mm-hmm. that a lot of people point to SoCom. They like think it's that. Was there a rumor uh, they were doing a VR game? Um, I, they, I could see Kills on VR be a thing. Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like a PS VR Two type deal. Yeah, like launch it with that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I can so. see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah. I think that's more likely than a Killzone Five. Man, it, uh, you know. Imagine if they if they put out dang. What's I mean? I don't even know. I mean, do you? I have no but, experience with Killzone other than the beta for three. So like, I have no attachment yeah. to it. But I played a little bit of Shadowfall, a little bit mm-hmm. via PS Now, and like, it's, I don't know. Like, 
It's cool, but like it's, it's no, no horizon. It's, it's definitely no horizon. Yeah. Like God, horizon's really good. But I don't know. I just feel like may I mean, but also the size of some of those of those uh I don't know. I'll call them robot dinosaurs for right now because I forgot the actual term of the big one I'm thinking about, like at the very end of the story. Yeah. It just seems like, man, it'd be cool if I had like multiple people to, to take me. Like yeah, I feel like they sense. had to have thought about that. Yeah. yeah. They like had to have at least someone mentioned it, you know. Plus they saw how big Monster Hunter got, you know, and uh, Peace Walker was pretty much a Monster Hunter game with guns, you know, like so maybe Monster Hunter with bows is the way they approach it. I don't know, but right. I hope it comes to fruition. But I hope that so too. I hope so is too. maybe not so far away. But you know mm. it is far away. What is what is far away, good sir? One of the like four Kingdom Hearts games that's being worked on right now. <laughs> Indeed. So wait, wait, four. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay, please give me the rundown. Sir. Okay, because so, I only know about one. This is gonna eventually lead into pots, but this week, Kingdom Hearts Three Remind came out, which is the thirty dollar DLC expansion for Kingdom Hearts 3, which came out almost exactly a year ago. Mm-hmm. The um, 359. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Nomura, who is honestly a god, Okay. worked on Final okay. Fantasy 7, the remake, all the Kingdom Hearts games. Kingdom Hearts is like his brainchild. Um, Final Fantasy 15, which was originally versus 13, he has some pull at Square Enix saying it lightly. So he's doing That's a Q&A for Remind, right? Okay. And people were asking him about, like, the future of the series, like, additions made to Remind, new voice actors that replaced um, previous voice actors that passed away since the original game came out. Um, and one of the more interesting things from this interview is that originally... For Kingdom Hearts within Square Enix, there were two teams, a team in Osaka, Japan, who's responsible for more of the mainline games, mm-hmm. um, uh, separate from the team that created the original Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2, but consisting of similar people, if I understood the interview correctly. Right. And then a team that was making the mobile game Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, which, if you remember from our discussion in the past about Kingdom Hearts, that is the beginning, the earliest entry in the timeline is that mobile game. Okay. Uh, still going on. I do remember. Yeah. Still being supported. But those were the two teams. Gotcha. Now. Gotcha. Straight from Nomura himself. Straight from God. <laughs> straight from Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> There's two new teams. So there's a total of four Kingdom Hearts teams at the moment. Damn. Uh, one of them, he says, has a game coming surprisingly soon. And I believe it was tricky from what I was reading. So I think from my understanding of all of this, mm-hmm. there was also a recent, or there was also a announcement of a new mobile game which is currently titled Project Xehanort, at Project Xehanort on Twitter. That's, you know how to spell Project. X-E-H-A-N-O-R-T. Um, 
It is a new mobile experience for Kingdom Hearts, arriving in spring of 2020. I don't think this is the game that Nomura said is coming sooner than expected. Really? No. How come? Because he said the Union Cross team has an exciting announcement tomorrow, and then tomorrow turned into this announcement. Oh, I see. So, like, the way he was describing it sounded separate. I see. Okay, okay. I see, I see. I see. So, strange little, like, aside about this whole thing. If you go to the Twitter page right now, um, they're doing this campaign. I'll read the pinned tweet. The Guess the Name campaign is here. Tell us what you think the title of the new Kingdom Hearts experience will be and win big. Ten winners will be selected on uh, the 28th of January. The hint. It's eight letters and two words. Ten winners will get a $100 Amazon digital gift card for guessing the name of this game. What? <laughs> what? Wow. I don't know. Why do, do I always end up... Why do I always end up so... so in, in such awe <laughs> about Kingdom Hearts in this show. What is... Right? Okay. And so so they're having a sweepstakes to be able to guess the game that they haven't announced. And if you guess it, you get $100 in Amazon gift card or like 10 people do? 10 people get a $100 Amazon card. I mean, if you have any guesses, man, go ahead. I mean, okay, so it's eight letters. It's two different words, so four and four. Okay. Or five it and seems three. like... You're right, or yeah, five and three. Do you have a guess? Yeah, I guess. Do I have? Oh man, um, uh, uh, Sora, right? Um, well, I mean, it's about. So I should probably tell you what the game's actually about. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's called Project <laughs> Xehanort because okay. the game is fleshing out the backstory of young Xehanort. Xehanort being the overarching villain of the Dark Seeker saga, which began with Kingdom Hearts 1 and ended with Kingdom Hearts 3. Right. So he's the big bad guy. It's exploring his past, why he, he felt like he had to do his mission, all that sorts of stuff. Right, right, okay. Um, I like to nominate one that words to be dark. Dark, okay. And the second one... Well, I don't know why I'm... So hung up on it being four and four. I don't know why. Um, yo, honestly, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have a guess for you. I don't have a guess for you. I mean, but I would love to hear your guess. My I feel guess? like you would. I feel like you would have a guess, and it would be very, very definitive. Like, I would put money on this. You know. Okay, so here's my guess. I don't know specifically. They introduced this thing in like one of the more recent games. It's like a suitcase. That nobody knows what's inside of it, but a bunch of bad guys want it. Okay. I don't know how much Xehanort has to do with this box. Because from my time with Remind, it seems like Xehanort doesn't know or doesn't care about it. But like one of his underlings do. Mm -hmm. So my guess, this fits it. It's eight letters, two words. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, black box. Black box. That sounds like yeah, a good mobile minute. game, right? Black box, yeah. I'll tweet it after yeah. the show. I'll see if I win. I like, cause, cause that was one of the threads that wasn't answered in Kingdom Hearts three, right? The correct. The whole deal with that box thing, yeah, that wasn't okay. I see, I see. Okay. So now, yeah, go ahead. I also have just like one quick question. You hmm. know what I'm saying, um, so and involving these mobile 
installments of Kingdom Hearts. Like, is it like what's the gameplay like on these? Like, is it because I assume it's not no like you know hub based uh, system like Kingdom Hearts. I believe is you know in the core games. Yeah. It's, so what's yeah what's the what's the deal with the gameplay? I only played a little bit of Union Cross when I was like full hype for the new game. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like a mobile game in its design. Like there's things you can burn to do things, and there's th- those aspects of it that make it mobile gamey. But there's a lot of text. Like there's lots of uh, not cutscenes, but like dialogue interactions dialogue. of like you're scrolling through a conversation. One character's on the left and right. Right. Um, and I think if memory serves, the gameplay. I don't think it's card based. I think it's like. You tap on enemies and you have cooldowns, I think. Okay, I see. But I it's see. been like okay. maybe two years since I played this thing. And they're and they're still supported like they get updated? Like, yeah, with, still updates. with like new new content yep. and stuff like that? Tie in content wow. with new stuff. I bet you there's nice. a remind update that came out this week for it. Nice. But, I honestly didn't know that they, they did that. Like yeah. I knew there was mobile games, but, like, I didn't know they supported it, like, that that heavily. Yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, like, this is what it is. Like, you know, have fun. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, out of these four teams, one of them is absolutely working on the next mainline Kingdom Hearts game. Mm-hmm. I would assume it's the Osaka team, because they're the ones that I think shipped Kingdom Hearts 3. Gotcha. They're the main gotcha. office, you know? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it probably makes sense for them. Yeah, I assume. Like I think, Kingdom Hearts obviously has a history of spinoffs, as mm-hmm. you know from me telling you about them. <laughs> the the many spinoffs. Yeah, that... and several of them came to Nintendo platforms, and were exclusive there until they got like a remake or a movie that's in the collection okay. now. Gotcha. I see. I see. I see. So because the Switch doesn't have Kingdom Hearts three. I could see the game coming sooner than expected being a Switch spinoff game. Oh. That, like, sets up the new era, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Interesting. But there's also hints at the future of the series in the new DLC Remind. Mm. Mmm. Pots, 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 pots. Yeah. The point of the show this week is we're kind of already in it. It's Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) Mmm. Uh, and I can mm. guarantee this is not going to be the first Kingdom Hearts dominated episode in the run of this show. I'm sure there's going to be a couple other episodes that are like the Kingdom Hearts episode. Honestly, I kind of hope there is. Because yeah. if there's... Listen, I thoroughly enjoy you just geeking out about Kingdom Hearts. Thank you. It is it is, it is quite fun to witness, you know. I'm still so. planning on getting a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be like a keyblade or like? Yeah, it's a keyblade. I don't know which really? keyblade yet, but it's going to be oh. a keyblade. My iPad keeps hearing me say things, and it keeps turning <laughs> on. So please go ahead and uh, talk about Remind. I'm going to try out my iPad. Sure. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Remind. Um, Kevin, do you remember when I talked to you about how I felt about Kingdom Hearts three? And for listeners, since this is a new channel with a new show. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2 is my favorite game of all time. Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts 3, I was not disappointed by, 
I was not underwhelmed by. I was thoroughly satisfied with. I cried a lot at the end of that game. Yeah. But it wasn't my goatee. I think it was number three for me total. Uh, I considered it being number four for the year, and it would be number four now that I played RE2. Right. Right, right. But, like, people okay, had so, some issues with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, as far as I can tell as an outsider looking in, literally, like, I was watching streams of people, you know, react to the ending and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the, like, consensus of the people that were not happy with it is that it seemed, I believe, like, too uh, goody-goody of an ending in terms of, like, a lot of people that probably shouldn't have got their arcs paid off in a positive way ended up getting their arcs paid off in a positive way, I sure. believe. I yeah. think I think that was a big critique. Um, I, I, I get think, that being a critique. I don't, I don't know yeah. how often I saw that, but... I get that being a critique, but at the same time, like, that's kind of the point of Kingdom Hearts. It's like, right, friendship okay, saves the day, and it's like, everyone yeah. can be redeemed. So, like, yeah. yeah, but, like, I know a lot of people were upset that the game kind of felt like two very separate games, like the Disney stuff, and then the last four hours was, like, all the Kingdom Hearts lore and story progression. Right. Okay, I see, I see, I see. So I'm I'm interested to hear about, like, what people who didn't like 3 think of this, because, and before we continue, we're gonna, there's gonna be spoilers for the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, but I'm not gonna really spoil stuff from her mind. Okay. Because there is a little bit of a difference there. Um, So, the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 is pretty much a boss rush. Like, you're fighting gotcha. all the organization members, you're teaming up with all the protagonists from all the other spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 7 versus the 13, as you remember. I do, I do. So, I do booting up her mind, the theory, my theory, was that it was going to fill the gap where Sora disappears to look for Kyrie. Uh-huh. Because Kyrie gets yeeted off a cliff by the bad guy. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> yeah, she turn like he turns her in- into a crystal, shatters her. She falls down into Sora's face when he's running up at the guy. It's dark. Damn. But, um, and yeah, so the uh, Kingdom Hearts three leaves off with like everybody's having a happy time on the islands at the end. Sora and Kyrie are sitting together. She's back. He did it, and then he fades away into nothing. But it's like, hey, we skipped over like how he got her back. That's what the DLC is about. Oh, so he still ends up fading away and stuff like that. As far as I know, I haven't beaten it yet. I'm on, like, the last, like, push. I could probably beat it in, like, another hour, but... Gotcha. Yeah. I see, I see, I see. I see. So, So, um, I guess maybe, like, some, like, service-level questions just, like, about the DLC. Um, How long is it? Like, is is it, like, a pretty meaty DLC? Is it, like, a... Like a five six hour thing, like yeah. What are we talking lengthwise? Because I thought it was gonna. I don't know why I anticipated it taking like a while for you to beat. You know. Mm-hmm. So how it starts off is like they make you select a file that you've beat the main game with, and they drop you into the like the end cutscene, and then Sora being like, "I have to do this. I have to save her." And then immediately picks up with where he went next after he, like, right. teleported out of there. Because then in the original game, it's like, 
we go to the end. Okay. So what happens here is, like, you get a lot of exposition, fleshing out characters that didn't really get fleshed out much, a lot of, like, uh, setting up for what I'm assuming is the next villain of the next saga, seeing how he inspired young Xehanort in the past. But it's been a decent balance between cutscenes and gameplay so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, The gameplay has been, for the most part, the ending of Kingdom Hearts 3. I see. And and were you not really the biggest fan of that? No, I loved it. I loved okay. the ending oh, of the okay, game. Okay, dope. Okay, good. Okay, cool. All right, um, cool. All right. But it did reach a point where I was like, okay, so this is like the meat of this DLC, right? It's just like me fighting these bosses again. Uh, sure, I get to choose which character I want to play as in each arena for the most part. Like, remember how I said... Uh, you're fighting alongside other protagonists. Yeah, yeah. In a handful of occasions, um, when you're fighting all these bosses in this like labyrinth, mm-hmm. it shows the introductory cutscene. It shows like, say, Roxas and Sora standing next to each other. It's like hit L two for Roxas, hit R two for Sora. Which one do you want to use in the fight? Gotcha. And I see. Okay, I see. Obviously, at every single time I got to choose, I chose the other protagonist because that's why I paid for this thing. <laughs> because <laughs> i already fought these people as sora as sora right okay yeah. i see i see i see um roxas was the i remember he was the tragic one the one that got really sad man they're all tragic but i think yeah. wasn't roxas like especially tragic yeah roxas is the one that forgot yeah. about his best friend and then had yeah. to basically kill himself so sora could wake up <laughs> so fucking dark dude yeah it's dark <laughs> damn um mm. but yeah i i so far like I said, I probably have a little bit more ways to go. I got stuck on a puzzle, but um, I think I'm like three hours and 20-ish minutes in. Okay, so it's looking to be maybe like a four or five hour thing. Yeah, I looked up, uh, for reference, I looked up Kingdom Hearts Remind full playthrough on YouTube, and I saw mm-hmm. three hours, four hours, and five hours were the top three videos. Interesting. Okay. So it's so just one of those. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I see. I see. Worth noting that outside of the story elements, that is what I'm playing through for, they uh-huh. did add a very, very difficult boss rush mode, um, tons of new, like, modular things for changing the difficulty for a new playthrough, um, new Keyblades. Nice. Um, and if you do the boss rush mode, you unlock a secret boss, which gives you the secret ending of the game. The like a separate secret ending from the from different different from the first secret ending. Yes. Oh. Because okay. You remember we talked about the first secret ending. Yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. Where like the one that's like the very very last one, right? That like hap- yeah, Sora and, is somewhere that's like very not Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Sora and Riku yeah. both wake up somewhere, and then you see that guy that was from like the video game that existed in the game earlier in the same place and you're like uh what huh i don't recall that part i just remember seeing them wake up in like that place but yeah okay yeah um so there is another secret ending to this dlc interesting okay okay, that from what i'm aware of is in line with the, the secret ending from the original game so am i like 
expand upon that that first secret ending. Yes. To, to some degree. Okay, I yes. see. So, I guess, like, overall, I guess my, big, my biggest question to you, well, I guess you're kind of the wrong person to ask because, like, you were pretty positive. Well, I enjoyed with, it. You know, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Three. Right, right. I see so, like, issues, with, but... with, like, any issues that you have with Kingdom Hearts 3, do you feel that this Remind DLC kind of made up for it or, 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 like, fixed it in a way? Or do you still kind of feel... I know I know you're not done with the DLC, but overall, like, do you feel like you could give an answer as to like, are you a little bit more, um, uh, you know, positive about the stuff that you were somewhat negative about it at? On, um, um, it's it's Game funny Watch 3 or because from what I've seen so far, there's like moments of introduction and character um, depth that's added. That I'm sitting there, and I'm like, for how much attention we're giving Roxas right now, did he not say any of this stuff in the original cutscene? Because if he didn't, what did he do in the original ending of this game? <laughs> and it's happened that, like that with like almost every single encounter. Interesting. Interesting. There are a few cutscenes that I'm like, okay, yes, I remember this fr- exactly from the end of this game. But yeah, like... It's, it's it's insane. It's like, remember how Marvel like released the, here's that bonus scene we cut. Yeah. It feels like that. And I know really? that felt like DLC in a movie, but like most of the stuff that I've experienced so far has been fleshing out dialogue, um, exposition, and... I guess, like, filling in plot holes that I didn't realize were there originally. I see. Okay. I see. Interesting. So, like, I I, I thought that last point you just said, like, it's filling in plot holes that you didn't, like, really see first first time around. Like, are you – is that, like, Lucy saying that? Like, do you almost feel like this DLC is, like, somewhat to a degree, like, not really – of much importance like do you feel like it's like kind of like a waste in a way no not at all i think they're some of the stuff they are adding in here is very interesting and people who are more versed than i am in like the depths of the lore of the series will probably have a good idea of what the future is okay i see um because like even me for the level of i'm me being a fan of the series like i can already sort of see a roadmap of where we're going Right, okay. So I think for Matt case, the fact that one of the first cutscenes in Remind is connecting this new antagonist who, or potential antagonist that's been introduced on the sideline over the past few years, connecting him to the main bad guy mm-hmm. is very interesting. And mm. then seeing the announcement of this mobile game about the bad guy when he was young like coincide with seeing this connection in the beginning of this dlc is making my mind race so like the Mm -hmm. the story stuff i think is worth seeing if you're a fan right right and i spent a hundred dollars on the entire collection last year and i owned these games already but like i'm in no matter what at this point yeah 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 i see see. but i've been satisfied so far deal deal Sounds good. It's it's what like thirty bucks, thirty bucks. Um, 30 you get bucks. a 
I don't know if you can get it now, but there was a really good pre-order theme mm. for the PS4. So. Mm. Mm. Very, also, very the DLC is coming to Xbox next month. Oh, it's oh it's delayed on Xbox. Interesting. Yeah. Well, not delayed, but like they just released it release, separately. Yeah. yeah, I see. Interesting. Interesting. So, so um, overall, give it the old thumbs up. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I I can see if people would be upset that they're paying thirty bucks for repeating the ending of the game. I get that. Yeah. Right. But. Right. I think there's enough in here that if you're not just in it for the story and you are in it for the challenge or the gameplay or the replayability, it adds a lot for that stuff, which I haven't touched yet. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. I see. Okay. So, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Look at that. A little a little Kingdom Hearts. Interesting. Yeah. Does So looking back on... Kingdom Hearts, like vanilla, I guess, as, as 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 like the last point, you know, before you move on. Um, do you overall look back on it a little bit better with this DLC? Like, do you feel like, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts three with the Remind DLC is better than Kingdom Hearts vanilla overall, or do you feel like maybe they like have a they like over-explain some things? Um, I don't think you could ever over-explain things in this series because, like, it's fair. when I jumped back in, I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> Where are we? Who? How did that work? Who um, the hell Sora? What? But gotcha. It's, it's interesting because, like, Kingdom Hearts as a series has a history, at least with, like, the first and the second game, where mm-hmm. they essentially get a game of the year version that adds the stuff remind added okay before that was a thing because oh i see when i was a kid i played kingdom hearts i played kingdom hearts 2 but in these collections um sometime after those releases of the games on ps2 japan only had kingdom hearts and kingdom hearts 2 final mix which added about the same stuff that remind has added for three for free well no you had to like, buy the game again because that dlc didn't exist oh right okay idiot gotcha okay gotcha okay i follow you i follow you i but, thought i thought you know, okay gotcha gotcha okay but like this gotcha. isn't new for the series is what i'm saying like tweaking the story adding a couple bosses stuff like that that's it's a series staple i would say for the numbered entries right right so, i see okay so it's not making me like feel anything more or less for it it's just like the the cutscenes and dialogue and explanations i have seen i'm like if this wasn't in the main game why <laughs> it's like two lines yeah so, yeah i see i see but yeah just enjoying it still it's it's cool it's neat to have a reason to go back to the game outside of just wanting a replay so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely definitely yeah. but so that. that is i believe the show really yeah wow we're an hour in yeah we're at an hour because i told you like the (laughs) pots kind of spewed off of the the news this week it's kingdom hearts week it is kingdom hearts week when when are when am i just gonna just just plow through kingdom hearts when am i gonna do it you know i have no idea that's a decision you have to make not me (laughs) i'll let my heart make it you know yeah let my um, heart be my guiding key. 
Absolutely. People have said that phrase three times already in the in the DLC. Really? Yeah. Oh, also, I'll add this. Um, the guy who originally played Xehanort, old man Xehanort, okay. like the bad guy. Gotcha. Originally, it was Leonard Nimoy, mm-hmm. uh, Spock from the original Star Trek. Mm. He passed away. Okay. Hate to see it. Tragedy. Um, for Kingdom Hearts 3, they got Rutger Howard, who was the, I believe he was the blonde android in Blade Runner, the original. Okay. And a couple other, he's like a known actor. Um, he played Xehanort for Kingdom Hearts 3, but since Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, he also passed away. Oh, so for Remind, we have another uh, old man actor, gotcha. who I think is doing a killer job as Xehanort, okay. Christopher Lloyd. No way. Doc Brown himself. No way. It's really good. I like That's it a lot. That's really cool. I'm a big fan of Back to the Future. I'm yeah. a big fan of Christopher Lloyd. It, it, Look it at f- that. Wow. Huh. It sounds more in line with the Leonard Nimoy portrayal. Because, like, Rutger Howard, like, took a direction with it, which I liked. Right. But, yeah, it's cool seeing him in here. And, like, hearing him, like, talk to Sora and have, like, that little Christopher Lloyd quake in his mouth. It is voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. The- so... At least that's good though. That like they've they've had like multiple people play. They uh Zaynor yeah um Zaynor but uh they all at least from your account sound sound good like it's not like there's like one like atrocious like really bad one or whatever yeah you know or like one that's like really hated right you know so I hope that there's no curse though because I love Christopher Lloyd yeah oh I mean I hope there's not a Zaynor curse. But, well, I'll just um, wake up tomorrow on Twitter. Um, yeah, because the thing is, I saw Christopher Lloyd trending. I was like, oh, no. And I clicked on it. I was like, oh, he's Zaynort. Cool. <laughs> You're like, no, please, 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 please. Like, oh, man. Well, that was a beefy Kingdom Hearts episode. So thank you for listening to me go off Absolutely. on all that stuff, Kevin. Listen, you can call me at 4 a.m. and I will answer. And you can just talk about Kingdom Hearts. We'll see, because sometimes they make announcements in the middle of the night, because you know Japan time, 12-hour difference. Dude, it's what I'm here for, bro. So, Absolutely. Uh, if the mm. people like to find you anywhere, where can they find you? At, uh, where can they find me? <laughs> YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source. Uh, mm-hmm. Follow me on there, mainly. Uh, we got Save Slot Podcast going up. A lot of interesting PS5 talk we talked about this week as well, uh, with uh, pretty in-depth videos. And I got a lot, a lot more of those coming, so... Mm-hmm. I for that as well as of course on Twitter at the KDS123. Follow me on there. Um, and again, like we talked about earlier, this episode started the old Uncharted playthrough. We'll be streaming sporadically. I won't, mm-hmm. you know, say I'll be streaming on you know this night or that night. I'm just gonna, you know, if it happens, it happens. If that you first miss it, it's on. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now it's up. Um, I have a playlist going too. So if you miss one, you can go to the old playlist. You know, but. Uh, if you see me streaming, then go ahead and you know, pop in and say what's up. All good. Very nice. Indeed. Where can the people find you, good sir? Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you can follow me at Chris N. Buckley. It's the same on both. Um, this show, if you're watching us, you're on YouTube.com slash JoyClicks, where if you're not subscribed yet, we have several shows coming out weekly now at this point with the productions in full swing. Mm. Uh, Jedi Knights and Chun Up returning next week. Mm. And we have the full lineup back again. Um, Love to see it. 
Let's if you're listening to us, though, you're probably on podcast service like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Pocket Cast or Stitcher or something like that. I know Spotify doesn't let you do this, but if you can rate us or subscribe on the podcast service, I think we might have had a five-star conversation. I'm going to have to give it the five stars, if I may. You know, I may be biased, but uh, you, you know, know, I definitely give it the five star. I think Arkham Watch alone is oh, deserving of like an award for that segment. Listen, Arkham Watch is like 2020's best segment in a podcast, and I'll yeah. and I'll you know what I'm gonna make a trophy. Quite honestly, I'll, yeah. You know, yeah. So, um, if you enjoy the shows enough though, and you do want to check out more of what we do, you can check out Patreon.com/slash/JoyClicks, where you can get early access to shows like this one, uh, producer credit on our longer podcasts, and other nice mm. things like that. But mm. that is an episode that is the first kingdom hearts episode if i titled these videos that's what the title would be <laughs> deal oh wait also before we go i just want to give a little you know bump a little plug uh we talked about my experience with pokemon first few episodes mm-hmm. and uh the recorded playthrough of me uh with my experience with part of my experience of uh mystery dungeons up on joy clicks check yeah. that out i was entertained kind of fun yeah I thought it was a fun watch, too, afterwards. I was watching it. I was like, yeah, you know what? Honestly, pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Worth it. Worth checking out. Pretty so. good. Absolutely. Uh, that'll be linked in the description with the, all of our other stuff and uh, probably a car in the corner, too. So Beautiful. Beautiful. That's going to do it. So until next time, we're still waiting. Wait, not... You know, like, tell us what to say. Oh, yeah. I was about to, I was about to say, great, this away. So wait, wait, no, it's not. It's not a crossover anymore. Can't do that for Yeah, we still don't have a podcast. Yeah, we need an outro. Yeah, so we're still waiting. May your heart be your guiding key. Alright, see you next week.